When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into Missing the Point. It's Mike Marcangelo joined alongside, again, by my guy, Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan, MTP Boston Part 2. And we are talking about the Boston Celtics season opener and the pursuit for Banner 18. Um, I'd say that we asked for changes in the offseason uh, and yeah. and they gave it to us, Ray. So um, Celtics go 4-1 of the preseason. What, what are your biggest takeaways from both the offseason and, and the preseason based on what you saw? Well, the biggest takeaway is everyone came away healthy. Like, that. that's the biggest thing. Um, I mean, unfortunately, Jay Scrub had got his ACL torn, but, I mean, he, he wasn't going to have a major role in this year's season. Um, obviously, you don't want to see guys get hurt and uh, lose a year of their career. But um, for, for their core guys to be healthy and build that camaraderie really was the biggest takeaway uh, for me. Uh, to see some more pick and rolls during this preseason, uh, whether it was between Brown and Porzingis, Tatum and Porzingis, Tatum and Brown, Holiday and Porzingis, like there was a lot of different matchups, uh, matchup nightmares that that were presented um, in this preseason. Uh, and then obviously Payne Pritchett, you know, coming back to what he was a little bit during his rookie year, uh, you know, he, he, he was he's been he was amazing uh, once he got that extension deal. So um, yeah, just there's plenty of things to be excited about. But you know, those are the few things that come to mind. We'll talk about some players. Uh, in, in a minute, but you know, just um, seeing seeing that, but like, the biggest thing is that they came out the preseason healthy, and you know, they're ready to go uh, starting Wednesday. Yeah, I, I think for uh, my biggest takeaways, you know, I think it's easy to talk about you know Porzingis and mm. and Drew Holiday and, and the departure of Marcus Smart and uh, and Time Lord Rob Williams, they're gone. But I think the thing that stands out uh, to me the most is uh, what we talked about on this show and both internally and like our, our chat all last postseason uh, was how Missoula just seemed like he need he needed coaches around him that a he trusted and b had experience, right? And right. and boy does yeah. boy does he have it now? I mean, yeah. for all the additions that they made on the floor, they made it on the bench too for the coaching staff, right? So yeah. I I think that's gonna I, I think that's going to pay absolute dividends. Now you can say what you want about Jeff Van Gundy. The man's an experienced NBA coach. You can you you can say what you want about uh, about uh, what, the, what is his? Oh God, I, I I forget his name. The guy from Milwaukee. Oh, Charles Lee. Yeah, like that is a great guy to have on the bench. Yeah, with I mean, he, he was on he was on his, uh, he was he was Mike Bunholder uh, Bunholder's uh, assistant when they won a championship a couple years ago. So, and I think he was with him in Atlanta too. So, mm-hmm. and he gets Sam Cassell. Right. I mean, this yeah. is. That they they loaded that uh, the the coaching tree there, and I think that 
that should we shouldn't have any more of the moments now. I think that Missoula is going to talk in in hyperbolics in his press conferences, like he always does about he, we need more feeling and connectivity, all that shit, whatever. What I don't think he'll say this year is I would rather them take a three as opposed to a layup, because <laughs> um, I think all that's going to matter is efficiency on, on the offensive front this year, and yep. I think th- there's this sense between you know I I would say less educated Boston Celtics viewers as you that. It, you may feel like you can just outscore everybody, but we know that that's not going to happen in the postseason. Right. So you you need you need to play efficiently, which uh, which would lead me to like my first question. Do you do you think that the defense is going to take a step back this year because now that they've lost the ability to have the double big lineup? So I think so. I think we'll still see the double big lineup at times. So you know when they face when they face Denver or when they face you know the Milwaukee's of the world. Um, obviously, when they face Philly, there'll be stretches that they did they see that. Even I even even against Miami, I think at times they'll have those moments where uh, they they have that lineup. Um, I think I think initially it'll take some adjusting because you know this this five is still learning to play uh, with with one another outside of uh, you know holiday uh, holiday outside of Brown, uh, White, and Tatum. So. You know, we'll we'll just see how how that goes. But I mean, their defense looked pretty good in you know in in the preseason, uh, especially in that finale against Charlotte, where you know they won by twenty eight. Um, they were up by forty at one point, and everybody on their team except for Zingas can switch from one to five on their starting five. Um, and Porzingis moves well enough laterally, uh, you know, to to you know to stay in front of his guy, and then he recovers and gets this block shot. And I, I want to say this because you know I, I uh, I've been meaning I've been hoping that this clip will come back up. But whatever, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it again because it's relevant for this conversation. Uh, Mike said in our group chat. Mike said it. You know he wrote to me individually. Uh, he even said it on the show uh, some some months ago. And some of us, including me, scoffed at it when he said, <laughs> "If if if you are going to switch it up and we get somebody different, yeah, he's kind of injury prone, but he's talented. Go get Przingis." And we were like, what? We was like, one, that's a pipe dream. Two, <laughs> he's in his own. Um, and three, it's a pipe dream. <laughs> and then June, June comes, I forget what date it was, but in June, da-na-na, da-na-na, and a three-team trade, the bust something to trade for Christoph Porzingis. And I'm like, oh my God. His, his, his premonition came came true. You know, so it's just like, you know, I want, I want to take that moment to give you. That 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 take you know your files for that take because once again, I I don't there's there's not too many that foresaw that coming, um whether you're tuned into them or not, and you know Brad Stevens had a thinking that you had is okay shit we haven't had this here and a guy that's seven three that can score from the inside score from the outside can be a playmaker when when need be um can change the defense be a be a real protector uh that they you know I mean they had a Rob but you know he's he's bigger than Rob height wise so. Yeah, um, he, he, there's so many things he's going to be able to open up for this team. So um, I had to make sure that once again on this show, you 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 were someone that called it out early when it was not it was not the popular choice to make. Uh, so I'm like that. That's kudos, kudos to you on that. Um, I'm, I'm excited. That. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. <laughs> like he's been killing it, man. He's been killing it. Uh, I don't know. You put it in your notes. Um, I did not realize that he had been scoring. Oh, not scoring. I was that he'd been shooting 61% of the field. That's fucking insane. Um, like it's, it's, well, it's crack- uh, the the the, the, fi- the final game brought it down. But, uh, when we talk about oh. <laughs> uh, when we talk about Porzingis, right? 
Yeah. We were talking about earlier about, you know, what players stuck out to us the most in the preseason. Yeah. I, I, I jotted down uh, Porzingis because uh, through the first four games of the preseason that, that he played, uh, he averaged 16 points a game while shooting 60% from the field and 60.8% from three. Crazy. And now he finished, he finished with just above uh, 55% from the field and just over, just under 50% from three um, mm-hmm. uh, after the final game. But I think those are all the things that he brings stat wise the things that he won't, that he won't bring stat wise, but that you're, you're absolutely going to see is the spacing that he gives to the Jays. I mean, yep. this, this should be, we, we, you know, LeBron, all of them, they, they all broke out for real in their seventh year. Right. So, this should be the year where, where we see Jalen Brown absolutely, you know, smash that uh, that ceiling. He's the highest paid player in the league right now. That that's going to change for a while. It, it, the next next contract becomes it, up. It might have changed today. Might have changed. Uh, well, I'm saying was that, a, deal. that was a that was wasn't that three year? Was that three year? Hundred eighty million. Hundred eighty six mil. Crazy for for three, right? Years, yeah, insane. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So, so I guess he was. Sorry. So it's a three year on top of the two years he had left. So it's really five years, whatever the old deal. Yeah. Is. So, so it, it may be around the same. Yeah, but I I think that uh, the spacing that uh, that Porzingis is going to allow uh, Brown to have a should negate some of the turnovers that we saw in, in crunch time in the postseason last year because the the lane should not be as crowded, especially when he's going to his left, if Porzingis is is out of the wing, yep. right? So that should help. And I, I think, I, but I think Tatum's just gonna fucking feast down low this year. I think, and he's not afraid. He, he's I don't I don't think he's gonna be if he he's been timid before. But last mm-hmm. season we saw him actually drive the paint and go to the basket. That's that should just be uh, exemplified more th- this year. So that's the player that I focused on, and I just think, and, and on top of all the things that he's going to do that will show up on a stat sheet, the things that won't they're going to be so noticeable that this team, this, we, we, sh- we should be the, the first, uh, you know, the number one team in, in the East uh, when it's all said and done. So honestly, I mean, I was, uh, we'll get into, to, you know, predictions for the first couple of games and even um, for the regular season, you know, I, I talked about it with DK a few weeks ago. I have a slight change in my, because uh, I think I said 65 and 17 on the show with him a few weeks ago. So I have a slight change to that. We'll get into why I have that, uh, later on, so that, that that's a big market tease there. Um, there is, but you know, to add on to what you know, Porzingis has done, you know, he he changes shots at the rim, right? Not necessarily not always gonna get blocked. You're not always gonna block everyone's shots in the NBA. Um, but dudes are thinking twice. Like I've seen guys that I know for sure have 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 dumped it on a few people. Came down the lane, they see him there, they circle back out. So. That split second of there that they're going back out to the three point line, that changes the defense. So now if you're down and there's five seconds left in the shot clock, and you you got to dribble back out. Now you might have just called a twenty four second violation because they were scared to go up. So that that's that's it's about saving possessions, and I think that's where he's going to be the most helpful. Um, I'm excited for Drew Holiday as well. I think that he he was a little bit uh. He was a little too unselfish in a, in a preseason, but once again, I think he's just really trying to get acclimated uh, to looking at to see where everybody uh, where everybody wants. Once again, we need him to get 19, I feel like. Um, and I know people say, well, no, they're going to score. No, <laughs> I want four guys getting 15 or more a night. And once again, Derek yeah. White, the odd man out because he, he, he's still, he still going to get you 12 a night. 
Um, and I'm excited to see him and Holiday excuse me, uh, be that defensive backcourt. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be phenomenal on, on, on most nights. Once again, there's going to be certain nights where there's a guy that tortures them. He's just like, how, how is this happening? Um, but they're professionals. Guys are going to get theirs eventually. Someone like Jordan Poole is going to get 40 one night and you're going to be like, how did this happen? But I'm like, when you get hot, you get hot. So, um, but yeah, like I said, we have Porzingis, Holiday, um, you know, even some guys off the bench. So I said, I'm, I'm excited to see how they end up meshing together um, as a starting unit and then obviously as a, as a second unit. So along along those lines for the second unit, right? What does the second unit look like for you right now? Just what, you know, every, let's just say everybody's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. We know what our starting five is going to be. Um, what do you think that second unit is going to uh, going to be? Are, are we are going to be in, are we going to be surprised at any point uh, throughout the season where an unnamed or an unknown person steps up and we're like, wow, why don't they want to get more playing time? So, I feel like because I think we 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 labeled it seven through ten. We had talked about which would be seven through yep. ten. We know where the top six are. So seven is Horford, right? Yeah. Um, seven is Horford. Eight's Pritchard, right? Um. Nine, depending on the night, to me should be either Hauser or Lamar Stevens. Um, and then 10 should be O'Shea Brissett. Um, where you know Jordan Walsh right now is like a fringe rotation guy right now. Um, he didn't have a great showing in in the preseason. I know he did well during summer league, but I still think that the game is moving a little too fast for him right now, which is okay. He's he's gonna have his moments to be up in Maine and play with JD Davidson and um, you know, Nemias Kata, and uh, that's another guy I forgot about. Kata is another guy I feel like, um, you know, you know, won, won some hearts over during training camp. So, but yeah, so, so Horford, Pritchard, um, either Knight or um, I feel like I just said after that, but uh, Hauser, Hauser or um, or Lamar Stevens, and then at 10 should be like either Walsh or or, or Brissett. So you don't th- you don't think that uh, Luke Cornett's going to be a factor and and or should be the f- and then seven through ten. So should should he be though? Like, and, and, no, I'm, I'm not asking you. No, but I, I'm saying, but I'm, I'm saying, but I'm, I'm not saying that he's a straw. I just feel like I, I guess it depends on the on the opponent. I guess it depends on the right. foul trouble as well. Um, I think on nights that Al Horford's not playing the back to back, you'll see Luke Cornett a little bit more. Um, because he knows the coverages. And once again, he's formidable enough that he can get you 10 to 12 minutes and you not lose a whole lot. Um, but to be honest, I'd rather see Namias Kata out there. Um, I think defensively, he's better than where Cornette is. Once again, Cornette is more of a punch offensively um, because the Cornette can finish at the rim a little bit better than um, Kata at this moment. And he can shoot the three uh, if, if if need be. So, um I, I feel like that's a fringe. He's a, he's a fringe guy. And once again, it, it just it depends on the night, whether it be for Kata or Cornette. Um, once again, maybe they view Cornette differently than what I'm saying here on the show. Um, I just know for me, he wouldn't go before those ten, those those four or five guys that I mentioned. Not every night, and, and and you also mentioned that you feel like the game is still going a little bit too fast for, for Jordan Walsh, right? Do you think that, is that more on the offensive side or on the defensive side? Because I think what we talked about at perfect. So what we talked about after the draft in, in the first couple of games of summer league was, you know, people are going to score their points there, but you, we were surprised and impressed by his defensive prowess. Yeah. Uh, so do you think he could be still be a factor defensively uh, early in the yeah. season? Or do you think it's going to take some time? So the, the defense is there. 
Um, once again, it's NBA players. There's gonna be nights where he looks like me out. You're a rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going. He's going to get. He, he's he's going to get cooked for sure. Uh, in the words of Adrian Broner. Uh, but yeah, he he's 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 there. Um, he's going to get into passing lanes. He's he's gonna he's he's long. You know, he he has that seven two wingspan for a guy that's six eight. So yeah, I do think if you need a guy to steal five to seven minutes, um, at the wing position to rest, uh, Tatum and Brown. And once again, they got to talk to Tatum early on. I don't want Tatum playing more than thirty four minutes a night. I don't. Um, I don't want Brown playing more than 34 minutes a night. As a matter of fact, I, I don't want anybody on the starting five playing more than 34 <laughs> minutes a night. I, I want them all playing 34 and under. So we can get between 29 and 34. And once again, take take the shit seriously. The, the opponents you need to smack on a regular basis, you should be looking to be out the game at the fourth quarter and you, you just go from there. Like that, That's what it should yeah. be. Like you, you should be up by 30 at the end of three so you say, okay, we're on to the next town. Like that, that's what it should be. Cause that's how other guys get better. Cause when they're playing for the whole tournament, they're like, oh, okay, I'm getting playing time. I'm I, I can do this, I can do that. So that's how you that's how you, you that's how you play your roster develop. <laughs> you know, smack beat a bit of your opponent so badly in three quarters that it won't matter uh by the time it gets to uh the fourth quarter. And I feel like we're gonna see many a nights uh, you know, like that. But like I said, to 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 end. Uh, and on the point about about Walsh, um, yeah, the, the defense is there. Um, I just think that you know, hopefully, he starts to catch down offensively, so we can at least get layups out of him. You know, we're not worried about the corner three as much. Um, but he's someone that can get to the lane uh, at will because there's left. All right, so regular season predictions, Ray. Uh, I think we've kind of tossed out some numbers, you know, uh, and how we felt, and I think. It's it's natural to look at the starting five, and mm-hmm. let's just assume everybody stays healthy for the entire the entire of the season, right? And, and to say like you know sixty five games is doable, right? Yep. I'll ask you first. What, where do you think they're going to finish this year? So on the on the show I did with DK, like I I said sixty five for seventeen. I was like they should run through everybody. So I was super <laughs> bullish. So we see he was like age two and I was like right, like I'm with you. Uh, like we were, we were super bullish. Um, I think this was right after the holiday train. We did that show, uh, so we we were super like excited. We were already setting up for singles, but it was like, oh, we got a holiday too. Like it's a wrap. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna push my prediction back five games. So I still think they win sixty games. Um, I think they go sixty and and twenty two. So, um, I'm essentially looking for them to go fifteen and five four different times, and yep. that makes it sound simple. But I think that's just that's just what what it is, um, or even to match the 0809 team uh, that went 62 and 20. I think they get they have those type of vibes. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's that's where. But yeah, I'll 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 submit the number say 60 and 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 22. So I get I get 59 and 23. Okay. Um, I think that now, but I do think that they late in the season. They'll be in a position where uh, they could let their foot off the gas, or they're they're going to need to win more games to, to get that number one seat. Because I do, you know, I know the Bucks. They got Dame. I still, as a ignorant, you can call me an ignorant basketball fan. I don't fear that. I don't fear that. I don't fear that team. Still, I don't know why. I, I like how we match up against them. I also think that Drew Holiday is going to have a lot to fucking prove against the Bucks. He's going to take that shit personally. I think that for the majority of uh, of Tatum and Brown's career against Milwaukee. You know they've been close series for sure, but we've we've come out the victor more than we haven't. 
Um, so, you know, if Milwaukee wins 59 games, then we're going to win 60. Uh, I think, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be that, but I, I'm going to stick with uh, fi- the 59 and 59 and 23, two games better than they were last year. No. I think that's, it's a great season. Uh, no, but the, I, the only thing I truly care about, I'm going to make sure that this is said now here, October 23rd, 4th or 5th, whenever it's fucking released. I don't care if they finish 50 and 32, if everybody's healthy, I don't care. You know, no, no it, facts, facts, facts. Like, like, uh, do what you need to do to get uh, to get a home court advantage. Although uh, this team uh, at, at home during the playoffs uh, the last three years, I think have a losing record. They, they won <laughs> most of it. So I think about um, even last year's playoffs, except for the Philadelphia series. Um, well, even the last two years, you think about uh, Brooklyn. They ended on the road. Yeah. Um, Playing the second round, like oh, and Milwaukee was at home. Miami two years ago on the road. Um, this year Atlanta on the road. Um, you they, know, they, I mean, they beat Golden they, State. They, they, I, I don't know. I, wow. I I trust. Yeah, I trust. Especially Tatum. I trust him on the road now. Like I, I, I've seen enough. You know, yes, there'll, there'll be moments when I'll be annoyed with how you know some games are being played or whatever. But J- Jason Tatum on the road, say I, I need you to get one game for me, has proven. You're gonna get his best punch every single time. Philly found out. <laughs> Miami has found out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Brooklyn has found out. Like so, I just to me on the road where you need a, you need to silence the crowd. I I fully trust um, Jason Tatum to, to get that part uh, done. But um, I, I want I wanted to go back briefly before we close this one out. Um, I know we still have some games to talk about later on this week because they have two uh two games on one on Wednesday, one on Friday. Um, I want to emphasize a little more on Drew Holiday, right? So uh we're we're gonna take you back on the tra- on the on the time travel back to 1983. Um the Celtics had already won the championship with Larry Bird. Um they had lost the seven games in 82 to uh the Philadelphia 76ers who lost to the Lakers that year, and then in 83. Excuse me. Um, they got swept in the second round by the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I, I don't remember what the papers were saying, but I'm sure they were they were panicking, saying what's wrong with the Celtics, what's going on. They get a guy from Seattle who had been a championship champion a few years before. His name his name was Dennis Johnson. They come back the next year. They run through the Lakers. They beat the Lakers in the seven. Um, they were the four straight finals after that, winning two of them. Should have been three, but Mikhail got hurt. Um, once again, that's not an opinion, that's a fact. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping for Drew Holiday to be the modern day Dennis Johnson for us because if yep. he is, you can book it that this team is winning the NBA championship. And I know that sounds crazy for those that's hearing. I want you to go back and watch Dennis Johnson, watch the Seattle highlights when they won in the late 70s against uh Washington, I believe. Watch what he did here in Boston, watch what he did with the Clippers. Uh, later in his career, if Drew Holiday could be what Dennis Johnson was at that time for a team that just needed a little nudge, right? Obviously, that team already won. Obviously, this other team, they had won the championship, but they had been to the finals. They've been knocking at the door, knocking at the door, knocking at the door. Um, if he could be that guy, um, would be similar to what Dennis Johnson was, you could rest assured at the end of the season, you'll be hearing Mike Green saying, you're 2024 NBA champions for the 18th time, you're Boston Celtics. Love that. Yeah, love love that fucking intensity, and I, I also love when you say you don't remember what the papers were saying. It's because you weren't going to be born for another eight years, but that's fine. 
like whatever, whatever, right? Sorry, you couldn't remember that. Um, we open uh, the Celtics open up the season against the Knicks uh, Wednesday night, and then they they also play the fucking Miami Heat later this week. Um, yeah. Want you give me a little preview of what to expect for the next game? Uh, it's gonna be physical. Like that's it's Thibodeau. <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it's game one or game seventy. A Thibodeau led team is going to be physical, and once again, they haven't really played their starters um, in the preseason. Um, you know, Evan Fournier is out here trying to look like you know prime MJ in the pre in the, po- in the preseason. Um, even though I don't, I expect to see him on the floor as much. Um, but you know, guys like Quickly and you know, Rando, obviously we know we know, they know what they have in Jalen Brunson, uh, Jalen, uh, uh, Josh Hart, and Dante DiVincenzo. Um, they they play us hard. They play us hard. Um, I expect us to win Wednesday night, but I think it's going to be a knock them down, jack them out type fest for the beginning for the first game. Um, and I, I feel like we'll win a low scoring one. Well, today by today's standard, low scoring. I said they win one hundred and ninety six on on Wednesday night. Um, and then and you can talk about yours for your position for Wednesday, and then we'll get into Friday. Honestly, I I hope I hope the Celtics aren't doing what I'm already doing and overlooking the Knicks and just focusing on the Heat. Um, I think that yeah. you just need you just need to make sure that that you that you limit R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. You don't let them you don't let them push you around. If you do that right. and you sh- and you showcase that seven foot three monster uh, that you have now that can shoot forty five to fifty percent from threes, I. I I think you should handle this. Yes, I think I think Tib is a uh, is is a tough coach. He always plays us very very well. Um, whether it was with Chicago and now uh, now with the Knicks, but they should they should win this game. I think it's going to be. I think defense doesn't really take precedence in the first ten games of the year for the NBA. Usually, it's usually high scoring. So I could actually see this game being more like one one twenty one thirteen in favor okay. of the Celtics. Okay, um, and then. All eyes are on Miami. Uh, yeah. Now Miami doesn't care about this game because they 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 beat they, they beat us in June or they beat us in, in late May early June. Like they know that they I, have I, our. I, I, I disagree. I really? Yeah. Because I think you, that they know that they live in our heads rent free year round. It doesn't matter. Right, and I think they're they're looking to say, regardless of the time, regardless of the place, I'm better than you, and you know it. <laughs> did I do that just for you? Um, yeah, so they, they, that's where they're at and they're saying, oh, y'all forgot about us because we lost out on Drew. We lost out on Dame. We Thank lost, God. On, lost out on Brad Beto. So they're saying, okay, let's, let's prove, let's prove the doubt is wrong. I, I firmly believe that Miami wins Friday night. I do. Um, because they have the chemistry edge right now. And that's, you know, that's, that's just what it is. So I, from, I'll be there, <laughs> I'll be there Friday night, um, you know, hoping to see otherwise, but I firmly believe that Miami wins Friday night against us. Um, that shouldn't I, happen though. Like Kyle Lowry in his 15th year, like he shouldn't, he I, should not be on a team. We, that we beats got, us. Yeah, but we got, you got, we got to throw our logic against that team because they, they defy all logic. We've seen it. Like that, it, it, it doesn't matter. They and like was it? I, oh, there's a kid they um. Oh my god, who did they pick up off the waivers from Orlando? Oh, R.J. Hampton. R.J. Hampton. For those that listen to this, um, he was a lottery pick a few years back. I forget which year. I want to say it was 2018 or 2019. Um, R.J. Hampton was a bucket coming out of uh, 
I think it was school. I don't know if he was in high school. No, it was high school. I think he was in college. RJ, RJ Hampton was a bucket. Gets to Orlando, you know, he kind of fades away off into the sunset. Now, on the Miami Heat, out of nowhere, dudes looking like he did in college. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, how do they do? How do they keep doing this? How do they keep getting guys from other teams that were washed up, that haven't done anything, and then he comes in there looking like prime MJ? It's unbelievable. So, once again, I, I, I just firmly believe that they continue to find, I don't know, what's in the water down there. Um, they continue to figure out a way to get the best out of guys and motivate guys. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just excited uh, to, for that game Friday. But like I said, I, I firmly just, believe Miami finds a way to get it done. I feel like it's gonna be, it'll be, it'll be a tight game. I'll, I'll say they'll win like 110, 106, something like that. Um, they'll make Jimmy, Jimmy will make a three at the end. He's like, oh my God, here we go. Um, and that's what it'll be. I, I just, just don't, that. don't let RJ Hampton or Caleb Martin be the reason that he lives. I don't tell you. We saw Caleb in the, in the postseason. I and I, 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 as we were watching him, I, I said in the chat, sign him. <laughs> you know, pay him whatever he needs to because he had because he had balls. Like that's yeah. that, that's what he has. Like he just has fucking yeah. guts. And yeah. I think that's what's in the water down there, right? And no matter what, Eric Spolstra gets his team to play and yeah. gets them to believe that nobody gives a shit about them and always writes them off, which we do. And then they're always. In in the conference finals or semifinals, fucking right. wild, right. right? No facts, facts. I like that. Could have said it better uh, myself. So you know you can't write them off. Once again, they 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 are collectively a bunch of Geno Smiths. They try to write me off. I didn't write back. That that's exactly that's the perfect way of describing my meat. So they, they'll be there, and we'll say they're gonna show up Friday night because, like I said, they want to prove that anytime, any place, um. We we own you, and that, that's how they feel. So they're going. So they're going to come and try to show that on Friday night. You you can rest assured that. So you heard it, you heard it here first. Uh, Hollywood Ray has Celtics after two at one and one, and then he needs them to go fifteen and two four more times, and and we're there. Anything else you want to talk about before we we, we hit the road? No, I'm just excited. Um, I know I said they got Washington. I think on on, on Monday. So you know when we do a show next week, we'll talk about uh their game against against Washington, but. No, like I said, Celtics fans, you should be excited. Um, I'm saying we're going to do some Bruins content coming up as soon as well. Once again, kudos to them um, for not having the hangover. And it had been very easy to have a hangover after what happened last year. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. They come out the gate swinging. Um, Well, no, I mean, they they could have been 0-5 and fans still would have been. Once again, no one's going to be satisfied um, until they, you know, at least get back to the finals and if not win it. Um, But who knows? Once again, um, I'm totally fine with them being a fourth or fifth seed and having a long yes. Um, yes. I'm totally fine with that. But um, I'm not gonna sit here and and just and be mad about a five and zero start. I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's that's, nope. that's 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 excellent start. And um, once again, the goaltending has been strong again. Um, it's funny what a healthy goaltender does. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, happy at the end, and we lost because of it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have we'll have more content about that soon. So stay tuned. Yeah, they're like 70 and 15 in the last regular season and in their last 85 regular season games, but they're three and four in their last seven postseason games. That's all that matters. So, but we will talk more about them because now I feel like every, they're on the radar and it's this is the best time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. We got Celtics are back, Bruins are back, Red Sox are gone, and the Patriots actually might make a season out of this. So, until next week, uh, for Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan, this is Michael Marcangelo saying thank you so much for listening to NTP Boston. We'll talk to you later.
Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Welcome to Tuning In To Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning In To Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid.